Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 106 in Edmonton, hour number two. Oilers Now, this is a four-hour plus version of the show today. We'll carry Gary Bettman, the NHL Commissioner's Press Conference today at 2.30. Mark Spector is going to stick with us for the horses and horses race in Alberta until 1.30. Uh, Grant Fuhr, uh, as it is Champions Week on Oilers uh, now, four of the five Stanley Cup Oilers championships, the anniversaries are between the 24th and the 31st of May. Grant Fuhr today coming down the pipe at 1.35. Uh, John Shannon uh, previewing Gary Bettman's press conference at 2, and then we'll hook up with Reed Wilkins and Jack Michaels after. Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, you can text us, and we got lots of texts coming in on the 20 versus 24 model, and that seems to be an issue with a lot of the fans out there. Uh, Ashley Fine Floors, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. We're on Twitter. At Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta, available at Sportsnet Spec. Spec, just got some numbers from the Chisler out of Vegas. Uh, by the way, Las Vegas, he's listing online. Uh, Vegas is in the Pacific time zone. I asked him how many cases or deaths. Uh, and he says uh, updated numbers for... Um, the Vegas area, they're at 6,200 cases. Uh, they've had 1,500 hospitalizations, 329 deaths. And here's an interesting stat. Cases reported in the last seven days, 625 for Las Vegas. Again, Edmonton in the last 10 days has had just seven. Touch wood, knock wood, whatever you want to say. So there's some some numbers that have been uh, supplied courtesy of uh, an old friend of mine that I worked with many years ago, about 30 back in the day. Mark, I want to get to this. Lots of texts on 24 versus 20 teams. To follow up, the move to 24 teams instead of 20 is an attack on the integrity of the regular season, the playoffs, and the Stanley Cup. Um and again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, we've got lots more that have come in on this. Rob says, I agree with Spec. As an Oilers fan, I'm starved for the playoffs. It has uh, all been taken from us with this year's great team. Now there's a chance for the playoffs. I don't care about the formats. Keep the players healthy, and let's go Oilers. This year, I'm a Bettman fan. That one comes to us from Rob. Uh, Jay says, Bob, it's not about the safety with the NHL. It never was. It's only ever 
about the money. That's why they're rigging the playoff system to include the three teams. And again, Spec, we know for the fact that, you know, and I've had, and these aren't other players, but they're guys around the league that have suggested to me that the players' concept was 20 teams and that the play-in would be team seventh, uh, top three teams in each division we're in. And in that model, Edmonton and Toronto would have automatically been in the 16-team playoff, and then there theoretically would have been, you know, seven play, ten, eight play, nine for the final final two wild-card spots. If there was That right. might have been the fairest system. And subsequent to that, you know, it's been 24 teams, and the players have already voted to accept the 29 of the 31 teams voted to accept it. Tampa Bay and Carolina did not. Carolina's going to get the New York Rangers, who are 4-0 and against Carolina this year. Uh, anyhow, so there's sort of the range. I'd like to uh, bring it. Add me a little bit more. Well, you know, it's. I think you, you, you're never going to please everyone. There's no doubt about that. I'm looking at the Western Conference standings. If you go 10, the 10th place team is Minnesota. Um, and are you doing that on Point percentage? Is that how you're doing it? No, I'm just doing it on points, not on point percentage. You know, Arizona, Chicago is the 12th team on points, and they're also the 12th team on points percentage. The three California teams don't make it, and they're none out. Of them are even, yeah. They're out. None of them were close. So, you know what? I'm not – I don't get too caught up in it, Bob. I think that, that you know, the Oilers were – I'll say it again. If the Oilers are, are going to complain because they have to play Chicago, Chicago's a 12th place team in the West. If you can't beat Chicago, you should go home. So shut up, play Chicago, and let's go, you know? Right? Why are we complaining about having the arduous task of playing a Blackhawks team that leads the league in scoring chances against? What's the problem with that? Mark, what would you say to the people that would say, you know, according to sport club stats, and you did quote that at times, I know. Yep. In your in your work, Edmonton and Dallas were both in the same position at ninety five percent chance to make the playoffs. Well, Dallas is now a hundred percent chance in because they're in. They have one of the four buys, and Edmonton has dropped from ninety five to sixty because they have to play their way in. So the, the the argument would be from the fans. And look, I'm not hung up. This is not one where I'm sitting there polar opposite on you. I'm kind of like to the hell with it. Let's just go play. That's kind of my attitude. Like. Just yeah. right. That's kind of where I'm at with this. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see what the league does with the pod locations. And I got to tell you, um, now that the U.S. has opened up the window and and waived, uh, you know, the, the the travel limitations for professional athletes, I, I'm more more. If it's me, I'm more inclined to think outside the box and and have, you know one round maybe in Edmonton or Vancouver and then another round maybe in Vegas like to me that in that way you don't have teams staying in one center for theoretically two months at a time but I do get from a lot of the fans sitting there saying like here Mark here's another text that's coming and said there's a chance the Oilers uh don't make it into the round of 16 if that happens I can't wait to hear these just happy for hockey fans absolutely melting uh, it down tired of the moaning spec yeah toe the line shove it says the texter so and again we're all over the map on this brad says bob i think 24 teams is fine i just think that most teams think the eight teams that were out uh should have to win or an extra game or two to earn it via round robin why is that so hard to do from brad so like some people have suggested the owners play chicago and they're up one nothing in the series before the series. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that, right? 
No. The Oilers are, were vastly... The Oilers lost two out of three to Chicago this year, but they were a vastly better team. Uh, they're a better team today. They were a better team then, and they'll, you know, <laughs> they just have to play. If, if they don't play well enough and get beat by Chicago, then how do you think they would have fared in the first-round series against Calgary? You know, or against someone better. You can't beat Chicago. You weren't going to win the first round anyway, right? If the, Chicago, it's a five-round playoff now. If you can't beat a 12-place team, your your playoffs were going to be awfully short. If that's the quality of your game, Bob. So, you know, the way I look at it, were you saying that in 19 the, spec? Were you saying that in 1981 when the Montreal Canadiens finished third, miles ahead of the Oilers who were 14th? And uh, Richard Sevigny said that the Canadians would have Wayne Gretzky in their hip pocket, and yeah, a goaltender, yeah. and a goaltender who nobody had ever heard of before. Uh, Gary Gary Edwards told Glenn Sather that starting Andy Moog would be the worst decision of his coaching career, and uh, the Oilers won in three straight games, yeah, and did. it wasn't and, and it wasn't close. And you know what? The Oilers pounded Montreal in January of that year, nine one. So, I want to say too. I don't want these teams that are getting the buy, Bob. I'm not sure how great an idea that is. You know, like they're already saying, sure, they may be playing for some seeding, but those games aren't going to be nearly as intense as the games that result in one team being eliminated. So, you know, if you go out there and take care of business against Chicago and you beat them in four games or whatever you do, you're ready to play in the first round of the playoffs. You're you're more ready to play, perhaps, well, let than, me the opponent you, than the opponent you meet. Mark, I'm going to ask the question differently. If Chicago, New York, and Montreal were in the, you know, firmly in the playoffs, let's say they were in the top three spots in each division, do you think we'd have a 2014 format? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Bob. I, you know what? Listen, if put it this way, let's say the answer to that is is no. But if you're saying to me that they're doing this because they want to entice three big market and all their fans into this process, well, guess what? They're this is the one this. time it's understandable, right? It's, it's the about one money. They're doing yeah. this to make some money. So invite all the big guests to the party. You know, yeah. bring yeah. everybody in here. Like I don't get, I see what they're doing, and I don't disagree with it one bit. Uh, Sean says, why didn't they just call a season of 68 games, the highest number that all teams played? Standings are what they are, and you're in or you're out, and you have a normal playoff. Does it make everyone happy? No, but it's the closest way to have something resembling a normal season just a bit shorter. Seems easy to me. Guess what, Sean? The Oilers played 71. If you took the first 68 games for everybody, the Oilers were, of course, 3-0 and to start the year. The first 68 games, Edmonton went 1-1-1 and in games 69, 70, and 71. So if you took the first 68 versus a team's last 68, there's a, there's a difference there for some of the teams. Like, there's no perfect... I will say, Sean, there's a lot of logic to what you're saying. Like, they, they should have just had it at everybody at 68 games and, and gone by points percentage. But you would have had a lot of unhappy teams that were right on the fringe of making the playoffs because it yeah, was, was close. An, that was an early theory that they fleshed out, and they they looked at it quite hard in New York, the sixty-eight game theory, and didn't like it. They didn't like it. Sam has texted the show on our Ashley Fine Floors text line to say, "Bob, you guys are forgetting that the refs decide who wins most games. Just go play." <laughs> I think he's being sarcastic. Thank you very much. Uh, RP says, "Why is Specs so dense on this?" RP, I tell you, you're 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 playing uh, from the same chorus as me. Uh, it's not fair. It's going to happen. We're going to watch it. We're going to like it. Why just dismiss the legitimate concerns? So, 
And uh, Ryan says, I think the owners are actually lucky to be in a play-in position against Chicago. If they lose the play-in, they wouldn't have gone far in the playoffs anybody. Anyway, but if they win, they have momentum compared to the top four teams who will play playing basically what amounts to exhibition games without the same intensity. Further, uh, if the Oilers lose and get Chicago's pick, now do we know that's going to happen? Do we know if the picks flip? If... Uh, that occurs with the draft, Mark? I, I'm not... I don't know. Uh, I have not seen any... They have not come to a conclusion on how uh, that four teams that get booted out of each conference, yeah. uh, with that, if they jump right into the lottery or not, I don't know. I mean, that's... You know, Edmonton was, by points, the fourth team in the Western Conference. If they lose the first round, do they deserve a lottery pick? I would say no. Well, yeah, you just said if by points they're the fourth team, then they should be one of the four teams that has a bye. Well, they're fi- okay, and they're fifth by points percentage, but that still isn't a lottery team, my opinion. Yeah, right. All right, further, if the Oilers lose and get Chicago's pick, is that better than a first-round exit from Ryan? So, there, you know what? There's a lot of – hey, you know, and, and I get it because it makes for debate. You know, Spec, uh, just very quickly, uh, do you think the NHL is going to announce the date of the draft today? Ooh. I, I, it hasn't, I haven't read it anywhere, Bob, and that stuff usually breaks, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, they may give you a window. They may say, okay, we've decided. I think what, what they have decided, Bob, is they're not going to run the draft before the replay here. So what Gary may say is we're going to stuff the draft in that, you know, we're going to play until a certain date. Let's say they start late July. They play in August, September. Let's say the – when's offseason going to be, Bob? October? Maybe, Yeah. I think they need five weeks. I think they need five or six weeks for off season. You know what I hope is it? You know what I hope is an off season, July and August, because I hope we're playing in July and August. So I hope that's yeah. not off season. I know, but they need an off season. They got to do arbitration. They got to do free agent. They got to sign everybody. They got to do right. a draft. They have to have July first free agency. They need like five or six weeks of off season, and it will be a very busy time. Hey, what happens, by the way, Mark, uh, because we don't know this, and I'm not expecting expecting you to 100% know this. What happens with the stats in the round of 24? Do they go to regular season stats, or do they go to playoff stats, or are they completely separate? No, that's a good question. I am actually was just uh, reading a tweet by Pierre Lebrun in which he said, and I'll quote our good friend Pierre. He said that there's there, the question has been raised at the NHL level: Does the round of you know the first round go on to regular season stats? Uh, but they're not really regular season games, are they? So it's a very good question. I don't know the answer. The league is also wondering if if they do not, Bob, put the first the the you know, play in round onto the regular season stats, they can then do awards voting immediately and get the awards done uh, one day at a time, maybe even before they start playing hockey. Because that's something else that's got to get out of the way. Is the awards. Yeah. Those yeah. are important, right? Awards happen every year. You can't just not have them. See, I, if it's me, I extend the playoffs. to the. You got 24 teams, they're playoff. Like, the regular season's over, it's over. Okay. You've, you've gone ahead and seeded teams based on this. So that's it. It's cut off at that point. So Drysaddle wins the scoring championship, probably wins the Hart Trophy. And you're looking at the playoffs and the numbers that players pick up during this round of 24, they should count as playoff stats. You just had an extended playoff in that year. That's how I would see it. Doesn't so what, mean I'm about right. the, what about like Vegas? Let's say there's a guy 
Um, I'm trying to think of the player. He's not jumping to mind. You know, let's say there's a guy that's challenging for the heart that is in one of the top-seeded teams. Does his stats count in that sort of a seedings well, round that they're no, going to play? No, that's why I'm saying those those. Hey, if you can go from being a team that's playing in the round of 24 and win the Stanley Cup and win the Conn Smythe, like I'm saying, the stats that you pick up in the round of 24, those should count as playoff stats. The regular season is over. How can you not have? How can you have a regular? How can you apply the stats from the round of 24 to the regular season when seven of the teams aren't playing in the round of 24? I agree. I agree. So. That's yep. that's my logic. That yep. Mark, one final thought: the 1988 Stanley Cup Championship, Grant Fear, the lone first team All Star in the Oilers that year, uh, 75 appearances uh, during the regular season. We got Grant coming up at 135. Edmonton went 16 and two. They swept Boston, who finished fourth. The Oilers finished third. I think I incorrectly stated I had them at second. Montreal swept finished five games, as I recall. Well, four and a bit. Come on, they swept them. <laughs> they swept them. Okay, they so they swept Boston, who finished fourth. Boston beat Montreal, who was second, and the Oilers, who finished third, swept Mont- uh, Calgary, who uh, finished first. Edmonton went sixteen and two with a little bit of a caveat in the playoffs. They had the top five scores in the playoffs, and yet I like a lot of people talk about eighty five and eighty seven being the best teams in Oilers history. Does eighty eight not get enough credit for how good they were? Well, certainly good in the playoffs. And, you know, I think what we learned about those teams as they went on is the Oilers, I'm not saying they flipped a switch because they were a good team all year, but they were a different team in the playoffs. You know, they, they, that team was, they knew how to win. They were, it was, they had the formula down. They were able to raise their game in the playoffs. Didn't matter if they were on the road against, they opened on the road against Calgary. Who cares? They won them both. Uh, and then you saw in 1990, you know, they took the year they lost to L.A. in 89. And 90 was the same thing. That team just, they were such winners. That team just knew how to win. All that, those core players were so, so, you know, they, they'd just done it before, man. And 16-2 and two in the playoffs, Bob. I mean, you know, it doesn't, not a lot of trouble winning that Stanley Cup for that team. Uh, remember when we used to have a uh, daily Doug call in once in a while? And then he said he'd never call in if the Oilers traded Taylor Hall, and they did. Former defenseman, former defenseman, uh, a D-man, Mark, texts us on a daily basis. And he has texted the show, Mark, and he says, Hey, Bob, I thought I was clear with your listeners yesterday. Why are we still talking about this? Haven't I spoken on this? I'm excited about this format. Playing <laughs> Chicago will either eliminate Edmonton or galvanize them for a long playoff run. Yep. Hey, the lotto pick wouldn't be bad either, but we aren't past that. Even Speck has got my mindset. I'm not going to pretend when I speak it's some sort of royal decree. Seriously, I'm no Justin Trudeau, our Lord and Savior, from former defenseman Mark. So I think he's having a little bit of fun. Uh, Mark, uh, well, uh, we'll, uh, we're running. uh, So Batman is not doing an available. He's doing a press conference at 2.30. Daly is handling the questions from everybody at 4 o'clock. We're running both, so maybe people on 630 Channel will be hearing your voice again just after 4 o'clock. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today. Sounds good, Bobby. I'm looking forward to this afternoon. All right, you bet. It's 125 in Edmonton. We'll step out. You're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Brent Woodridge uh, Ford in Wetaskiwin is focused on your health. That's Brent Ridge Ford, and they are focused on your health and peace of mind now uh, that the world's starting to find its new normal again. Brent Ridge Ford is clearing out brand new 2019 Super Duties uh, to make room for the 2021s in the fall. Discounts of up to 18K on um, F1, uh, F350 is, uh, from 2019. That's, uh, they've just got five or six left in the shop, and you can check them out at Brent Ridge at one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. Give Uncle Milt, Rich, and Johnny a call. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Uh, Bob, uh, Marcus texts the show to say Chicago's players have got a lot of playoff experience. They beat the Oilers in five. Um, another texter says, so Mark Spector, no worries about Chicago raising their games in the playoffs if they get there right. They don't have the experience. They, you know, they've won multiple cups, have they? Uh, there you go. And if you believe, well, uh, the Oilers uh, didn't deserve to move forward, except Chicago shouldn't be in the playoffs this year. That's the point. The playoffs are just a different game, and the Oilers are a team that could potentially be affected by it. It's another texture that's come out there. I get it. Uh, you know, I, I'm really like it's looking like this thing's going to happen, but I understand a little bit of the frustration, and I'll understand a lot more of the frustration. Edmonton's going to have a tough matchup. And Spec, what did he conclude with talking about how the Oilers achieved in '88, 1990? They knew how to win. You telling me Chicago can't elevate for a short series? Absolutely, they could. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back, Hall of Fame netminder on Champions Week, Grant Fear. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.